hello. Welcome to a special edition of Five Tonight Podcast. It's me, Simone. Uh, we're missing Rara today, but it's because I'm here with uh, my friend in Oakland. I'm going to let her introduce herself. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone. I am Lux Vidal. Nice to meet you. We don't really have a plan for this episode. I think we're just going to talk to each other and see where it goes. Uh, I think how we know each other is like a good starting point. Yeah, uh, because <laughs> I think it's so funny too. I was actually thinking about when we first met because, like, we met on Tumblr, but like more specifically, like a Skype call with Tumblr homies. And then, like, one of our friends was like, "Oh, like Lux, um, Simone, you guys are in the same area." And we were like, "Oh, where are you from?" And it was just kind of like a standoffish, like, thing. you know, so it was, it was funny, but like, area shit. Yeah, just like, "Oh, you're from that part? Yeah, I'm from that part." Yeah, like, <laughs> it was cute. And then, like, we hung out in person. Yeah. I totally forgot that it was via someone that didn't even live on this coast. Yeah. I forgot that. It was all our East Coast homies. They were all in Baltimore at the time. Yeah. So East Coast, West Coast. I feel like I met so many people on Tumblr specifically where it was like, we should have been known each other already, Mm -hmm. but then we actually got connected through someone who doesn't live anywhere near us. And then it takes us, takes us years to actually meet those other people in person because then we yeah. started hanging out when we were still in high school i think well uh, okay i was you least, were yeah because so. you i think i like met you like literally like four or five months before you graduated high school that makes sense yeah, yeah. like it was like very like and we were just like talking about your plans and stuff and i was like well shit get it girl yeah and then we just kept yeah. hanging out i would come i would come hang out from college and yeah yeah it's been it's been a great it's been i mean gosh almost 10 years now no, don't say that, because I graduated high school, like, damn near 10 years ago. Almost so. 10 years, though. 2013 yeah. was seven, almost but eight years ago. I don't like thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm old. I have, like, the worst acid reflux, so I feel like, like I'm, I'm old now. <laughs> like, I, I, it's so bad. I do feel like in the six months leading up to my 25th birthday this year, I felt my body start to fail. Yeah. Uh, and, like, I've injured myself accidentally so many times during quarantine. Yes. And I feel like I'm not recovering the way that I used to. Do you see this right here? Yeah. I, like, busted my ass on a skateboard three months ago. And I'm just like, why is this still here? I overstretched my hamstring <laughs> six months ago, and it's still... Dude, <laughs> I've, been having, I've been having hella sex injuries lately. Please, please tell me. Oh, yeah, that. for yeah. sure. Like, Let's get into the sex injury <laughs> portion of this podcast. Just because, like, we're talking about, like, age and shit, because, like, mm-hmm. I'm not, like, by any means, like, the most flexible person, but, like, you know, with quarantine, like, you gain, like, a little bit of weight, you're not, like... You may work out. I don't. I didn't do the workout thing. I wasn't gonna run laps around the block. You know. I'm too depressed to move. And I that's did what I'm start saying. Running, but also the depression. Right. Move. Yeah. Like I may do a couple jumping jacks and like wait, why does this matter? I started running, <laughs> but I was very conscious that it was because I literally wanted to run away from my house. I was so tired of being in my house. Yeah. That I was like, I have to literally run away from this place before I do some stupid <laughs> that was like a lot of people i feel like like yeah. that's why like i'm leaving because i'm just like i need to get out of this house yeah, like, yeah. This need a vacation yeah <laughs> no so okay um this was back in like march or april so like actually it was april because it's like when quarantine was like first kicking up or whatever and i was like having sex with this dude and like we're here on this bed and it's just like getting really good and i'm trying to like let me think about it because i'm trying to remember what happened because like it was kind of like a wild session like is this dude that was like trying to like fuck on me for hella long and I was just like fuck it let's just see let's just see what's up like you wanna you wanna offer up the dick it's here why not you know and like okay like I think that like he like put in a butt plug or whatever like before we started fucking and then like he took it out just sucked really on it that you meant he put it in himself no oh my god That'd I wish so much more interesting <laughs> No, I fucking wish. No, so he like pulled it out of my ass, was sucking on it, and then like bent my legs forward, like towards my body. Okay. And I like wasn't ready for that. And like the loudest, the loudest pop happened. And I was just like, wait. And I was like, no. And he was like, "Mm, yeah, no. And then like we just like kept going at it, but I couldn't walk for like three days after that. Oh my god. I know. And then recently, like literally just like last week. Like, I like getting folded up like a pretzel, to be completely honest. Like, who doesn't, you know? Again, like, legs pulled behind my ears and just, like, I think it was just, like, the way that, like, my ass was curved. Sure. And then, like, the way that, it, like, the insertion was happening. But I felt this pull inside of my butthole. And <laughs> I know. So, so I thought I had a hernia. 
<laughs> I was like, I was like, and you know, like obviously I'm gonna fuck through it, like obviously because like we're not pussies, here. and like you know, there's always like a little bit of fun, like when there's pain with your pleasure. So like, and absolutely, it's, and it's your butthole. So like, you know, it'd be different if it was like something else. I don't know. Um, and it's your butthole. Yeah. <laughs> Here on five to nine pod, if it's in your butthole, it's all good. <laughs> exactly. No, and so like, I like, I thought I had a hernia. I like sat on the on the toilet for a little bit because I was like, maybe I just need to shit. And like, we st- we still like fucked through like my uncomfortability because like it was new dick. I wanted to try it out. It's fun, but like, I didn't heal. I'm still I'm still hurting a little bit. Oh my God. I know that was a week ago. He needs to pay you. For the injury, <laughs> I mean, he pays, sounds like it was his fault. He pay, he pays me in, in other ways. I mean, sure. monetarily for sure, but like it's taken care of, and I have like a really good health insurance coverage. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess we could. That, that brings up we could talk about what it's like to you have a civ job yes. with Benny's. Yes. <laughs> you've got the whole setup, and you're also doing sex work on the side, yes. which I I would love to hear more about your um, history in the industry, because I know that you've been in and out similar in ways that I've been in and out, but, like, yeah. we haven't ever talked about how you started in it or where you kind of went with it. I just know yeah. a couple years ago, like, you were working at the store. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lingerie, yeah. Stripper store, mm-hmm. and I, I was dancing on and off, so I don't know if you want to talk about Honestly, that. like, unfortunately, like, my, like, beginnings in sex work were all like because of like a shitty boyfriend sure you know um i like stripped for like four months but i was just like <laughs> really fucking bad at it <laughs> <laughs> and like also like had like a temper and like a drug problem so like that didn't last for very long like emphasis on temper and drug problem but like to be fair though i do feel like the strip club is the most forgiving place to have a temper it is girls but i will say (laughs) the girls that like were my girls that covered for me like Mm. they also caused problems so sure it was like one of those things of trouble yeah like literally (laughs) so it's like okay like you're causing shit okay well you better not or like okay you're starting shit already tell your girl not to come and like you know when it's like sf like it's like five dudes that run all of the fucking trip clubs in the city. It's deja vu here as well, right? Yeah, there's yeah, yeah. De- they call it deja vu centerfold, so it's like the yeah. little offset or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, like Hustler Club, like even when like New Market Cinema and all that stuff was like open, like it's all owned by the same dudes. Like if you get blackballed at one club, then you're gonna get blackballed at like four more. And like you can probably go to the other ones. But, like, they may have heard about you, like, you know. But, like, after a while, like, I just kind of, like, didn't do it anymore because, like, it wasn't fulfilling. Like, I danced at Little Darlings, and, like, I was not thick enough to be at Little Darlings. You know what I mean? So, because, like I said, I was, like, with my girls. Like, those, I would just go to their clubs. But they were, like, a Garden of Eden and, like, Little Darlings. And, like, more, I'd say, like, seasoned clubs. Definitely not, like, um, fucking Hustlers or what's the one? Um, Larry Flynn. Yeah. Yeah, that one. After that, I, like, kind of, like, dropped off. And I started doing full service, and that was very interesting. Because I didn't do, like, this is when, like, Backpage was, like, still sure. up. The golden days, so I've heard. Yeah. yeah. I missed those days. Golden, but, like, also, like, still, like, mad dangerous in Hell Us, you know? Like, I, I mean, mean, it always is. In, in for ways, sure. So. But, like, I don't know, like, were you, like, on Backpage back no, then? No. It was, like, I, I feel like you would see some shit, and you're just, like, this is, like, legit trafficking. Like, right, And right. then, like, for me, because, like, I'm, like, I wouldn't say, like, an empath empath. I'm, like, oh, my God, I'm thinking about, like, baby, like, baby girls just, like, thinking like sweet this is a sweet deal and then like something bad happening you right. know like with that being said like fuck Kamala Harris and like Sessa yeah, and Pasta yeah. and like all that no, shit it's, it's you like know what I mean nuanced, like the trafficking it's real and it's there and it's apparent but it also the way that Sesta Fasta completely decimated the industry you know that's to what the, I'm saying to the point yeah. that like I came in more recently and I hear about these this golden age of back page where yeah. you could just post a free ad and you're done versus now where I'm putting in full-time job level hours per week on yeah. administrative to to generate a couple of appointments it's uh, bullshit especially under sure. COVID the way things have slowed down but that's a whole other we're gonna do a whole episode <laughs> I'm about sure that, you I are. think um I feel like with Backpage in the Bay Area though just because like Oakland for one is like one of the highest like human trafficking like areas mm-hmm. you know like I feel like our like back page experience is like a little bit different like i felt like sure and i say that to say just like sifting through the bullshit on back page like back in the day i felt like there were like a lot more scammers but like you could definitely like make your money which like i miss yeah you know? even yeah. fucking craigslist like i'd find some good people yeah you know what i mean and like craigslist doesn't have that at all because i that's kind of how i like like 
looking for clients and sure. shit, you know? Because seeking arrangement and shit, like, only goes so far, at least for me. And, that like, place is such a hellhole. Isn't it? Oh, my God. <laughs> and then just, it. like, I feel like being, like, a black woman, too, and then, like, being slightly alternative, like, they want, like, either someone who's, like, New York, Tiffany Pollard, which is, like, a badass bitch, you know? Right. Oh, we... Like, we see her, you know, but, like, I'm just, I'm just not her, you know what I mean? Or, like, they want, like, a mixed race chick that, like, has, like, those features, you know? Like, I feel like with my, like, experience in sex work, it's, like, a lot of fetish work, but I appreciate it, though, because, like, with that, like, racial fetish thing, it's a lot of white dudes wanting you to beat them up because they're white. I support. (laughs) That's, like, the redeeming factor. (laughs) My favorite thing sometimes is looking at my Twitter timeline and seeing all of the amazing black doms who use their sessions with their subs to be like are you gonna pay reparations today like you need to go literally read, you need to go read some audrey lord like that's your <laughs> sub right now and also i'm gonna beat the shit out of you for being white and they're just like yes mistress and i'm like hell <laughs> like honestly get, like, get it like that's like the shit that i love like i would never like because i think part of the reason why i stopped doing full service back in like i'd say i ended it in like 2017 or so after doing it, like, on and off from, like, 2015 to 2017 or whatever. I feel like I stopped. It's just, like, a bunch of white guys. And, like, you made, a, like, the comment of, like, them making them read, like, Audrey Lord. I feel like a lot of my clients were, like, ex-cops and, like, all this shit. And I'm, like, at the end of the day, like, they're paying for, like, the experience of, like, a black woman. And, like, yeah, I can try to, like, add in, like, these, like, instructional, informational, like, facets. But at the end of the day, for me, I'm, like, that just takes more out of my, like, mental. Totally, you know what I mean? Totally. Like, there's this one dude that I had. And he was just, like, a cop for Benicia and, like, legitimately telling these stories about, like, corruption. And then, like, couldn't even get hard after it. (laughs) And it was just, like, wow. Like, granted, I just, I sat there for $200 an hour, like, you know, and, like, I got my money. But I was just, like, imagine trying to tell this dude to read Audre Lorde, even though, like, I don't know. I can't, like, really, like, articulate it, but it's just, like. I had to get out of that. It was super heavy with, like, yeah. the white guys. You yeah. Know? <laughs> I feel like there's definitely... You can't just throw it out at anybody. Like, I think the doms that do that probably have created a specific structure where that is the experience that they come there for. I think yeah. there's a lot of white guys that like to be degraded based on the fact yeah. that they're a white guy. And I just support anyone who's able to get their money No, 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 for sure. I think that, <laughs> like, if that's the only space where you can admit that you have privilege and that you need to be taken down a peg... Yeah. we should do it and yeah <laughs> I just like I get so angry at the end of the day and like I think it's something that like I gotta work through still because I'm just like god damn dude like I'm happy that you broke me off money but like you still have like a whole ass savings account with like a couple like commas so I right. think I think the manifestation of it all is I'm gonna be like a top earner and I'm gonna just drain all these fools yeah. like eventually yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean black sex workers have it so much harder and Black fence, period, even if you're not a sex worker, obviously yeah. it's so much harder. So you combine all those experiences together, and I'm assuming that it's a lot of fetishization and racism. Yeah. Especially, I mean, gosh, in every context I can think of, because I know yeah. Deja Vu it also runs shit in Washington, and the yeah. shit up there is not good, from mm-hmm. my understanding, from people I've spoken to that work in the strip clubs up there. And I know a... Um, a black sex, a black dancer in Washington who said that she got fired from one of the clubs or something and then was blacklisted. And I've yeah. heard stories about deja vu generally having hiring freezes on any any girls of color. It's and it's true. like it's this unofficial like the one in San Francisco. Thing. They like for the long I'll say like maybe two thousand nine to like maybe 2012 and I only know this because like um a couple of my friends I went to high school with their sisters got jobs at um fucking centerfold deja vu the one that's like in the city they they were only like counter girls whatever like check-ins and shit but like they were talking about how like they only were hiring white girls and Asians for this time of period and they wow. do like white girls and Latinas but it was like never it was never like we're gonna do like black girls but they would like have right. like actual like hiring requirements for race to like curate their look you know and honestly gold club kind of does that too like it's so crazy to me especially with strip club hiring policies because managers make decisions that have nothing to do with client um, i know because like that's in what case, i'm saying in case you haven't noticed black women are hot and, and everyone like, wants like, the blueprint for this shit like literally you know what created I mean? the entire industry like <laughs> carrying the industry it's weird that hiring managers think that like their personal preference applies to anybody because it's just common sense like you know 
that the porn you watch is not the porn that everyone watches. So what yeah. what is this idea that like we can only have one body type or we can only have one race because this is what men like? Men are fucking freaks. I feel like if like these dudes like actually <laughs> put their like their finger on the pulse and like talk to some girls, like you know, okay, have you seen Hustlers? Yeah. So like you know how like Lizzo was in it, right? right. Like I thought she was so hot and I like mm-hmm. obviously like that was like the media trying to just like be inclusive for like capitalism gay right. capitalist gay but like imagine like a thick ass bitch like Lizzo on the stage at fucking uh, like Roaring Twenties or something mm-hmm. with like a cute ass tassel set up like a whole like that's hot and like dudes love ass they yes. love curves they love stomach I would want to see that and I feel like pussy is pussy if someone's wagging pussy on a stage and I'm drinking a beer I'm happy I'm happy like what the I fuck do- <laughs> I, I, when I, um, first auditioned at a strip club in Atlanta, mm-hmm. I auditioned at, um, I guess it's a more white club. Atlanta strip scene is, is weird. It is pretty segregated. And oh, yeah. definitely, like, I could not stroll into one of the infamous black clubs and get hired. Oh, like, no. That's just not how it but would I feel work. like nobody can, because, like, you need, like, a level of prowess. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, but it was fucked up, because I auditioned for the night shift at this club, and they said, you're too thick. And you're I was lying. Like, I was like, I'm... But you're, like, muscular. Like, I wouldn't say, like... I... I mean, they were really... They were really saying, like, you're too fat to work here. And I was like, we're in Atlanta. Like, do you not understand Atlanta? Wait, that's is, what they meant? That is literally what they meant, yeah. I because even, I don't... Here's the thing. In case anyone's not noticed, I don't have a flat stomach. I never have. I've got a little... I carry a little tummy. I'm, I live with it. It's fine. But to beautiful. them, that was... That was too much. The irony was I got tipped while during my audition because I know how to dance and be sexy and that's actually what men care about and I have a nice butt and it doesn't matter if I also have a stomach that comes along with that Dudes like that and stretch marks and cellulite. But I I literally did get turned away from from night shift specifically because they only put the hella thin girls Mm -hmm. on night shift and I came back and applied for day shift and I was accepted to day shift where there was a lot more body diversity and I heard from people that worked there like Literally all the night shift girls, if you line them up, they have the same body. And they're all beautiful. There's nothing, there's no shade to the night shift girls. It's just no, like... No, shade to the management. Uh, the hiring manager was really particular. He only hired one kind of girl. And it was yeah. like, well, if I'm making money during the audition, doesn't that show you that I'll be making money for the club? Y'all are exactly. taking 55% of our shit anyway. Oh my God. So, like, even if I make no money, you still are making money. So much money. And then you have, like, an arsenal of, like, 20 dancers. So, like... It was so weird to Fucking hear. catching out to hear that I was too thick because I was like, I just didn't think that was a thing in Atlanta. But like... I'm wondering if it's like, like you said, the segregation part It, of it totally was because when I went to check out the other like one or two more white clubs that existed, they did also have thinner women and I knew that the, the black clubs were more really into that. Like that's yeah. where the Atlanta reputation comes from, but I'm not thick enough for those clubs at all. Yeah. Like those girls are truly thick through their soul and yeah, God I know. Bless, they're so <laughs> fine. They're I know. so fine. <laughs> And there's just, like, no space for it unless you're that thick or you're, like, a size 2 with, like, Instagram model makeup, which I just suck at doing makeup. Yeah. It's just not going to be me. And I had, like, shorter hair. It was a little bit queer looking at the time. And I was like... (laughs) You know, I just see a picture of you and I was like, damn, their hair has gotten so much longer. I I feel like I've seen so many different, like, iterations of your hair, like, since I've known you. I've even known you since before you had tattoos. That's hella true. Yeah. (laughs) No, you've seen, like, my aesthetic change so many times. Do you remember that corset that you got that, like, 45-year-old dude to buy you? I still have it. That was, like, my first entry into sex work. I know. I met him with this guy seeking. He was very old. I was 18. I did not know what I was comfortable with yet. I definitely was not comfortable enough to have sex with men that I didn't know very well. Like, I had been having sex already as a teenager, but I couldn't get over the hump of, well, if I'm not, like, into this person, I can't have sex with them. I just wasn't ready for it at that point. Um, Yeah. Which also, like, my perception about everything has shifted since my current iteration. Like, Oh, for sure. But at the time, it was very, like, I don't know how to do this. And also, thank God, because none of those guys were offering anything real. They were definitely there to take advantage of oh, women. Oh, for sure. This guy was old as fuck. I think he was in his 70s. Really? He was so old. Oh, my and God. And we went on one date. Oh, my gosh. This was so weird. We went on one date. <laughs> He, he brought this, like, 18-year-old kid with him. No, and you I didn't was tell like, me this part. I was like, 
what is going on? And he was like, he mentored younger guys or something. He like would help bring younger guys into his business and show them how to do stuff, I guess. And so he just had this young guy with him. And I was like, I don't know. So you guys are like the same age and he's just like, yeah. And sporting around two children. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) He takes us to lunch or something. Of course, the 18 year old guy is hitting on me and I don't know how to react because I'm supposed to be sort of on this date with this. And also you have no money. Yeah, and I have no money. No, like, he well, has what? no money. Why, oh, yeah, he has why no are you money. talking yeah, yeah. to me? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, <laughs> I don't, this is definitely not what's happening. And um, he had told the guy that I was his niece or something, or like a friend's kid or something like that, which is also so weird, like that you're telling people that I'm your family, friend's child, but we're actually on a date and it was just fucked up. So then I think we like end lunch, the kid goes off and then we go to a store and I get him to buy me like a corset. I don't think he actually gave me any money because again, I didn't know what I was doing. He didn't because I remember you talking about it. He just bought that corset But the corset was like $300. So I guess for lunch, like not bad. But I still have that corset. It doesn't fit because I did gain weight from the time I was 18 to now. Is that crazy? uh, Yeah. I I keep it around because it's such a nice quality. Yeah. (laughs) Real handmade. That like the bones in it and everything. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, very well made and I keep it just in case I'm gonna get like skinny enough to <laughs> oh yeah that, that's a, that's for sure a trophy like um, you know yeah but also the funny thing was I wore that corset to my high school graduation <laughs> yeah I know I literally have the picture still I <laughs> oh wait I'm gonna see if I can find it in I my wore phone it over an H&M mini dress Bodycon mini dress it was in like red or something it was red with yeah corset over it mm-hmm. in black like pumps and I look back at that photo and I'm like there's my horror origins. My origins. Oh I don't know how my parents didn't see what was going on there. Um, I don't know what I told them, where I got this corset, or why I was dressed like a literal hooker at my graduation. <laughs> but I was. And it's self-expression. Like. I think I found those pictures. I was looking at them the other day, and I was like, you know, maybe it's this on my old phone. A lot. This explains a lot. I think I should have just. I, clearly, I was drawn to it. I just wasn't ready. I didn't have oh, for sure. the tools I needed. And then I didn't swing back into sugaring full service until um, in the past like, year or two. So yeah. it, um, I learned a lot. I'm really glad that that was kind of as far as I ever made it. I went on a couple of first dates with people and was just sort of like, this isn't for me. I got a guy to buy me alcohol when I was underage. Like, that was what I was doing it for. I was like, yeah. Like uh, attention and alcohol. I'm 18. I don't really know. What's and going I remember, on. like the first time we kicked it, we were talking about how much you wanted to dance. Anyways, mm-hmm. like you weren't necessarily like into full service or like sugar or anything. Time. Yeah, like you were more like, all right, I want to get my bands up. I want to dance. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Like I remember us just being on like the bus or whatever, talking <laughs> about it. It was just like really cute. I remember it. it I remember great. I wanted to be a dancer when I was like 16. Yeah. And I tried it actually at Garden of Eden. I know. I was, I was there with you. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, looking back, what a rough place to cut your teeth. I was going to say, I should not have taken you there. Yeah, that, that was, um... It's a grimy ass spot. It's yeah, so grimy. Yeah. It's so grimy. I mean, like, there's a bed in the back for like extras. <laughs> I like. I just took you there because it's like, oh, I danced there before. Yeah. Like, you know. Honestly, I feel like San Francisco clubs are just like. I've only danced at San Francisco clubs, so I can't attest to anyone. Any other ones? But, like those ones are super like seedy, anyways. Yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, what's the difference between Garden of Eden because the owner also owns Roaring Twenties and the Condor? Right. You know. Right. I feel like the difference is like the house moms for sure. And, I don't like, even think I ever met a house mom there i just remember like there is no house mom there yeah that's the thing yeah. like but if you go to if you go to like the sister one roaring 20s there's a house mom there and she runs a tight ship like right. the girls are like they go through their own bullshit or whatever but it's like not like men throwing nickels at you because they're so wasted like yeah. like they would at garden of eden yeah you know what I, mean? I remember oh yeah someone did ball up once and throw them and i was just like this seems maybe unnecessary this yeah so yeah it was a weird place. I remember the girls were nice. They were like, you want to smoke a blunt up in this attic? And I was like, yeah, I do. At Garden of Eden? Yeah. <laughs> oh, but my God. the gosh. guys were 
trash. So aggressive. They were so aggressive. They're mm-hmm. pulling me onto them. Yeah. I didn't know what I was doing. I took my shoes off at pri- in private dances. because I was like, I can't dance in these, which now, like, looking That's back, disgusting. is such a baby stripper hilarious thing to do. <laughs> now I'm like, yeah, doing your lockets and your heels is kind of the whole deal. It makes your quads so strong. <laughs> and, like, also, I, I feel like in a, with a nice pedicure, like, everybody's a foot fetishist. Like, so, like, keep the fucking heels on. Because, like, you yeah. know what? I, like, went on a date with this dude, and, like, the first thing he mentioned was my toenails, and then, like, started giving me a foot massage in the middle of the date in the middle of the restaurant. Like, yeah. everyone's a foot fetishist. Yeah. Like, wear your heels. My, my club <laughs> in Atlanta had a couple of clients that were famous for being the guys that would just come give you a foot massage, and I waited to meet those guys. I never got to. But there was another guy that would come and pay you to just massage your, like, arms and shoulders, and I was like, as long as you Gee, bro, you can definitely massage my shoulders. I have not gotten a client that has wanted to do like body worship on me. Mm. Like, I feel shame because I know much good stuff to be worshipped. I know. (laughs) If anyone wants to come worship Lux, (laughs) she deserves it. You know what? I feel like I feel like the the trade off of it all. Like, I will say, okay, like with OnlyFans because I did not do OnlyFans until the pandemic like hit. Like, I was doing like MGF. I was doing, like, cam service, like, streaming, streaming sure. and stuff like that. And I will say, like, I had, like, some really nice, like, fans on OnlyFans. Yeah. Like, I, like, I wasn't online for, like, a week and some dude was just like, hey, like, here's 50 bucks. I miss you. Aww. You know? Like, the things that, like, women want to hear. Like This is also <laughs> the shit that gets you put <clears throat> on, like, a special list. And like, that's and that's the thing. I sent him, like, a free video. Right. And, like, he, he buys, he buys every every bit of shit that I put out like even if it's like unpaid it's like okay tip da, da, da. so I was like you know what let me like actually like make him a special video ask him what he wants because yeah. like he's put he's putting like a lot of money and like tip money too because like yeah. you know like how they'll pay for like whatever like he puts it on so like I gave him like a little video and then he gave me like this beautiful review like Ugh. I think like I think that like this dude I, I care about him I care yeah. about him as like you know yeah nice dude yeah in the same way that like if I worked at a caution coffee shop and had an amazing regular like, I would be literally. like I will always have your drink on deck I will always remember it yeah like, I remember working in service and while working in service has its ups and downs and for the most part you're like it's a customer or it's a client the people that really make an effort to treat you like a human being with respect and yeah. show you that they value you beyond just the one service that you perform for them, they do absolutely get special treatment. Hell yeah! They get told, I tell clients who are like that, they get announcements early. That's what I'm saying. They get more correspondence. They get more of my time. And I'm happier when I'm with them because yeah. and I'm excited to see them again. I'm like, I miss that person. Where are they? Hit me up. I right? see you. And I feel like for me, it's like, it's literally about the interaction. Like, and I'm seeking just more so like OnlyFans right mm-hmm. now. Like if I like post a couple of different outfits and like give you the choice. So like, what should I wear in my next video? And like, you're, you're interacting. Like, I appreciate that. Cause I feel like online sex work, like has, it's like, it starts off with elements of like social media combined yes. with sex. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, how do you like, forge a relationship to get more money to like be lucrative and like have like you know all these benefits you like interact with people you know like I really do appreciate that shit (laughs) like this shit's hard on me just like how you're like lonely too and like you're looking for shit like it's like I feel like it's like the true reciprocity of it all it's really cool with the way that social media has like changed and shaped online sex work too Mm -hmm. because OnlyFans has a lot of faults as a platform and it kind of sucks that there isn't an internal search feature but at the same time (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's kind of cool that, like, all the fans I'm getting, I know that they're getting me through something else first. They're there exactly. they genuinely actually saw me either one of my ads or mm-hmm. my Twitter. Exactly. Or my website, which means that they saw already a piece of me and they were interested enough to see more, which means that they're investing in getting to know me as a person a little bit. Or maybe they just want to see me naked, which is cool, too. Yeah, because I like to like, be naked. Like, it's I, fun. Yeah, but <laughs> it's more than just looking at an ad or following a Twitter. Exactly. It's like a, a slightly step up. It's for sure personal, yeah. I'd say. Like and a little so, bit more personal. Yeah, totally. And so that's kind of cool about it where it's like, I know that everyone here found their way through some other iteration of myself on the internet first. Yeah. Which is cool. And, like, also, like, all my girls are, like, on OnlyFans. Yeah. And we're just, like, look at my friend's pussy. Like, yeah. Pay yeah. her because it's beautiful. Look at how sexy she is. <laughs> and, I, like, I literally love it because, like, sometimes I'll wake up and, like, I'll get messages and they're, like, oh, you know, um, I follow Rally Rells. Shout out Rally Rells. <laughs> uh, shout out Puddles Noir. That's Puddles with a Z. 
We're gonna add all of our friends. No, seriously, we are because <laughs> sure. pay all of our fucking yeah, friends. Pay but, like, all of us. <laughs> I'd like wake up and I get messages like, "Oh, uh, Relly posted you on on you know her OnlyFans and her Twitter, and like you look really cute and blah blah." Like, do you do customs? And like, that's my favorite thing about like OnlyFans is like in terms of like OnlyFans versus like streaming for me or even like MGF. Like, I feel like with like my girlfriend, you weren't able to like post a teaser and then like go and like get customs because people are asking for it. It's like you just like make a post or like yeah. try to talk to people and yeah. same thing with like streaming and like camming and shit it's like you have to sit there and like kind of talk to them when like really if you just like had the ability to have an ad like full service or something I feel like you like you get more hits because people yeah. kind of see what's up and like teasers are so important they really sure. are and yeah. I feel like that's like the problem with me and like camming like I feel like I don't get the whole I'm not able to do the whole ad like there yeah. are some platforms like you can kind of do like a cute little video 15 seconds or whatever but I want to like showcase things I yeah. can't I feel like as a sex worker, like, you want to show your diversity yeah. of what you can do. Yeah. And, like, if it's if I only have, like, a fucking 15-second clip that I have to do, like, I'm not going to put, like, cake sitting next to fucking water sports. Like, it's right. just not, <laughs> not the same thing. I mean, in a montage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I love editing videos. I just started. I love it, too. And it's great. And I love cutting trailers. Right? So, like, I cut a trailer just for Twitter because mm-hmm. I don't post no- nudity on my Twitter at all. I Super only smart. I post censored stuff, which I think I, I shouldn't say, like, smart, like, but, like, I, I'm thinking about, like, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I don't do that, and that's why right. I say that, because I'm kind of, like, I'm at a crossroads. I don't fear getting, like, outed by my job, per se, but I'm also, like, you know, I don't mind having my pussy out. Right. But it's always, like, in the back of your head, if you're a sex worker, like, I feel like you're just, like, okay. Yeah, totally. Like, it, whether it's, like, your parents potentially seeing it or, like, right. whatever, like, it's always, you know, so, like, that's why I say, like, in uh, me and you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, honestly, it's less about, like, having someone see it who's not supposed but to see like, it. But also, like, the and... money, too, because yeah. I don't want to, like, show off my pussy on Twitter and, then like, right. Because dudes can, dudes come in, like, two seconds. Yeah. I could do, like, a little gif that's, like, three seconds and, and, and you're coming and right. you're not gonna buy anything <laughs> they're like, just like oh i've looked at a pussy and i came like, yeah like those are my two gripes about it and yeah. like i just feel i don't know anyway but there's continue. also like i know a lot of people who post full fucking trailers of porn on they are some of the most successful people you know like I know. it's not necessarily one or the other I'm i just personally like... because only fans i treat it much more as a way for clients to get to know me mm-hmm. and it's important so apparently nudity more explicit nudity can get you shadow banned easier yeah and by keeping nudity off my page i'm able to make sure i'm still visible to the people that are booking me in person which to me is my priority if anyone's listening i much prefer <laughs> actual appointments to online work so for me that's like the benefit but i like to cut like safe safe for work or safer pg-13 trailers for twitter where there's no nudity and i will specifically cut a one minute long trailer for twitter and i will cut a more explicit trailer for OnlyFans. like i will do extra work i do the same thing like for like my um i did this like blowjob video like my first time working with someone like just for like OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. so like i did like a kind of a censored video for um twitter just to get you kind of started but then like the OnlyFans video is like it's literally a two second shot of like his come on my face yeah you know what i mean yeah (laughs) like yeah. Then, like, people bought that. They, like, loved it. And I do that, too. Like, I feel yeah. like the more explicit goes for OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you, like, entice them on Twitter. I'm trying to, like, get in that sweet spot. Because I do feel you, like, there are a lot of people that are able to post, like, full nudity and then, like, still, like, be successful. But I'm, like, I'm trying to figure out where the sweet spot is because I don't do, like, a monthly. I do, like, pay by, like, post. Okay. Which, like, can be, like, I feel like there's pros and cons. Sure. You know? And, like, I kind of post infrequently just because I get so many customs, which is why I do, like, more like pay for content because right. I'm not posting as frequently but I have right. people in my inbox you we know? have a custom queen here so that's what we're hearing <laughs> no I mean especially like so I, I get my like my home pedicures like I like a woman comes to my house and gives me pedicures now that's awesome yeah dude they're like they kill it and so like I like post like short clips of that for some people oh, God, and so then smart. like finished product let them choose like fucking colors and stuff and so like that's stuff that I don't have to post on OnlyFans specifically you right. know or like I post about like oh getting my nails done what should I do like and then it's like okay inbox hey like here's $50 if you do purple here's you know so like wow I need to get in I love fuck guys I say this all the time they're they're so sweet (laughs) I need to get more into the foot market I feel like I have really nice feet and I need to be better at showcasing honestly it doesn't even matter about like whether they're nice or not what I've realized at my experience it's about um the attributes 
because I have a dude that he's not a client of mine. He's just like a homie that I've known from the internet for like years and years. And then like we all recently found out that he was like hella into feet. <laughs> and like he like has his own like Twitter and stuff, and it's really cute. But like they like arches, they like foot wrinkles. Right. They like do you know what I mean? So like what makes your foot unique? Exactly. What makes your foot you? They, like if, if your if your middle toe is longer than the rest of your toes, they want to see that shit. You know, like it's, it's so tight. Like and you know even like with that episode of King of the Hill, how like. <laughs> Peggy, like, hates her huge-ass feet. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but then, like... We love a Bigfoot queen! (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know if this is, like... I guess it's appropriate for the podcast sex-related, but I had, like, a really cute orgy with, like, a couple of girls, like, a couple weekends ago. Where was I? (laughs) You were not (laughs) here. so good! Literally in this room. It was so cute. Oh, my gosh. Like, we we took, like, a little bit of Molly, and, like, it just... I felt... Not... Okay, coerce is not the right word. I feel like a princess because, like, I was hella high and then, like, all of a sudden, like, everyone's looking at me and they're like, oh, Lex, you're so beautiful, blah, blah, blah. Wow. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm wow. just like, you know, I just, like, and I, like, I have a shit ton of sex toys. I just bought, like, a double-sided dildo because I have, like, an OnlyFans friend that's, like, going to link up with me and, like, we're going to do some content. Yes. So, like, I, like, I, like, already had it, but I was just like, who wants to try it out, you oh know? God. And, like, it's it was really cute. It was really cute. Um, Because I was on Molly, I was not able to come. Like, I, I don't fuck on drugs. But, like, getting your pussy eaten by three different people. Like, I feel like that's great. Like, all in one sitting. Here's a question for the pod. <laughs> Why have we known each other for seven years and we've never been in an orgy together? <laughs> slash, somehow we've never hooked up. Which is actually really, like, truly saying something, because I hook up you with You have sex with everyone? <laughs> like, like, I feel like, wait, I feel like wait, the day wait, I met you, wait, you were don't like... don't make me sound like a whore. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Specifically, I hook up with all my girlfriends. Like, this is... No, I mean, my toxic trait is I fuck all my girlfriends. And honestly, okay, I feel like it's because, like, I'm a Virgo. Like, I'm not, I'm not, like, I'm not, like, mad prudish, but, like, even, like, on Friends, on some friendship, I have to fill you out for, like, 17 years. Okay, it's like, there. So we're halfway there. Yeah. No, because we like, like I said, like, how we met, and, like, they were like, oh, Simone's from the Bay, Alex from the Bay, and we're just like, where are you from? Yeah. Uh, and, like, I remember us, like, making a comment about how, like, how, like, stern our, our voice is where when we were talking to each other like trying to size it up like that's me like every day yeah like I just like you know but I mean it's happening and then remember when I FaceTimed you and I was at my girl's birthday party hella drunk and I mentioned an orgy or like a threesome or something I don't remember oh that. you don't okay so I, I mentioned that while you and Dirk were on the phone I can't remember what the conversation was and I remember being like oh maybe we can all meet up and have a threesome so I floated the idea the ball is in your court okay cool well <laughs> maybe we can make some OnlyFans content together yeah I mean that's in LA. Yeah, I know. I know I the wish, timing's yeah, weird, but time, if I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna go back. But if not, like, I'm also down to like just get an Airbnb because, like, that's what I've been trying to do. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. We should film. I mean, if people want to see this shit, let us know. Send I mean, us some money. Let us know if you want to see this shit. <laughs> Tip us on OnlyFans and cool. like our cash apps. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. There's like, I feel like there's a few people in my life like that where I'm like, I've hooked up with all my girlfriends except. For some reason, not you. I'm the and same it's like, way. We both are. It's never because it's not an attraction thing. It's literally it's always just like it's just it's for like whatever timing, reason. Like, yeah, because like you'll be in a relationship. Like I haven't been in a relationship in a couple of years, but it's like you like have been, and then like yeah. obviously like you would be across the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like whenever <laughs> and there's like such a long time where I would only see you like for two seconds at Pride. Yeah. Or, <laughs> Or, like, on Christmas, so, like, June and December, yeah. like, for, like, five hours. So, yeah. it's, like, I mean, you can get in a lot of trouble in five hours, but, this like, true. we want, like, a marathon. Yeah. We need, we need time. <laughs> Actually, the reason that we haven't hooked up yet is because we need a luxurious amount of time in a luxurious enough we, we need a We need a villa in in the Poconos. If anyone would like to sponsor yeah. our villa so that you we get can have a good time. Exactly. Slash, if you want to join us, you can, but you take us to Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. What's Cabo, the other place? Tulum, Tulum, Cabo San Lucas. All of that. Take All us there, it. so Take we can like there. finally do this. Yeah, the and marathon. you can witness it. It'll be great. Yeah, yeah. I feel like uh, maybe that's what you also get with two Earth signs. Oh, for like, sure. It's a planning thing. It's like it's an organization yeah. thing. Spontaneity, it exists, but. 
I feel like, I feel like, I mean, not saying I'm not comfortable with you, but like spontaneity comes and you're like truly comfortable with someone, in my opinion. You know totally, what I mean? Totally. And it's hard when it's true that the majority of the time we've known each other, I lived across the country. Yeah. And we'd see each other I met you right before you moved to, call, moved to yeah. college. Yeah. You know? it's, it's, oh man. And that sucks because that's so many of my relationships mm-hmm. for the past five or six years. I mean, even my own family saw me twice a year yeah. for a week at a time. Like, you know, it's, it's kind of necessary, though. Like, I feel like I'm, like, from here. I mean, you are, too, but, like, I just, like, I pretty much stayed here. Like, I've gone and traveled and shit, but, like, I feel like there's some beneficial or beneficial aspects to just, like, kind of not seeing the people that, like, sure. molded you, yeah. you know, so you can, so you can, like, actually gain opinions and, like, insight. Totally. Especially, like, I feel like understanding that your parents are human beings and mm-hmm. maybe shitheads, like, you need to be able to process that when you're not living under their roof. Totally. <laughs> you know what it I mean? It was very <laughs> instrumental for me to not be around my family and the people I grew up around. And to go somewhere that was so different from here, too, totally. was, like imperative yeah uh, to my learning and growth as a human being and now I come back to the west coast like a different person Mm -hmm. and honestly like got a lot more radical oh for sure uh, and was exposed to so much more grew up in such a bubble and coming back and having like reverse culture shock from west coast like passive aggression or just general whiteness yeah (laughs) yeah it's uh like I know I don't have to tell you but it was weird to live in um a place that was where I was the minority a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And like, I became comfortable with that. That wasn't the weird part. For that sure. became a thing that I got used to. It was coming back and being like, there's not really any, there's but just like, like white people. The crazy thing about it is, it's like, we're from the Bay. Like that was not the status quo prior. Yes. That's you know what true. I mean? Yeah. Like, and that, that's why, like, I feel like it's blowing your mind even yeah. more not to put like words in your mouth, but it's like, okay, you come from like this other area where you've been going to school, blah, blah, blah. And like, our area where we come from is like already diverse. So you left yeah. this one place as it was drastically changing. Yeah. And yeah. then you come back and you're like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Cause like, that's like how I feel about it right now. And like how we were talking about prior to like the show starting, like just like COVID and how like all these people are starting to move out. Like, yeah. It's the city's getting a little bit grimier. I like, like, you know, a little bit more colorful. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because like I know how to handle a knife and pepper spray. So like when, you know, like, when fucking Robin season really starts to come in because, like, our president's a piece of shit and doesn't want to, like, give us stimulus packages. Like, like, I will be able to fight you in the street if you come for mine. But, like, I get it. And I kind of, I still appreciate it, though, because, like, now we're getting these yuppies from Vermont the fuck out of here. Prices are going down from, like, 3,500 to 3,200. And then eventually they'll go to 1,200 if all goes well. Although, you know, you never know. But I just feel like, you know, like, there are going to be more opportunities I feel like maybe in sex work, I feel like in terms of being a person of color living in, like, this area that you grew up in and needing to, like, finally plant your roots down, like, I think they're going to be, like, a lot more benefits. Yeah. I I feel like, and, you know, I haven't done full service since COVID's hit, and, like, maybe you can, like, help me out on it. Like, I know that it's been, like, slow, but I feel like maybe, like, your encounters are, like, a little bit more personal because of, like, the stakes. Yeah. Like, can you talk about that more? (laughs) um, Because of COVID, I've just said a time minimum requirement has it helped you um it has helped me and i think it does kind of go to what you're saying about it being more personal because it's not worth my life and my health to risk it for just one hour that's you know like it's just not it's not even really worth it for two or three hours because the hospital bills is gonna like are gonna outnumber whatever i made but it feels a little bit better to be like i'm not leaving my house for a hundred thousand dollars yeah that makes me feel a little bit more secure it makes me feel a little bit more secure in the client thinking like if they respect this protocol and they're willing to invest that they must feel also like they're taking a worthwhile risk that's what i was gonna say so yeah in that way like yeah it totally has Mm -hmm. made things feel more connected and personal and like respect like mutual respect between the both of us because we both want to be healthy i do not want to get any of my clients sick and when i first started taking appointments again i didn't work for two months of course because i was just like i don't know what's going on terrified yeah um, and when I first started working, I was like, one of the protocols for booking, I'm doing air quotes, for booking an appointment <laughs> with me was protect yourself first, protect your family first. Actually, do yeah, not I, saw, I saw your page. Me. I like, like the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, do not come book me if you are a high risk category, especially I know a lot of clients have families. I know mm-hmm. a lot of them have other circumstances. I care about your wife's health. Like, I'm not trying to be a spreader. And I have been tested five times. Every time it's been negative, I'm pretty careful. But 
I do care about my clients' health and well-being. I do care about the people that they're connected to. And even if that situation is complicated, like, it's not worth it. People are literally dying. Yeah. Like, People I, are literally like, dying. I feel, like, I feel like that's the thing, too, because, like, I, luckily, like, I have not, like, I've not been with someone that was super careless and, like, transmitted a disease to me or anything like that. But I feel like now because COVID is like a literal death sentence like yeah. people are taking like shit more seriously yeah because I've had like I've had friends that have had dudes that have like given them shit like actually I will say there was this one client that I fought he gave me a whole ass yeast infection Damn. but he, but it was like the old school yeast so I thought that I had <laughs> I, I thought that I had like something something oh, okay. you know and so yeah. like I like I called like the advice line hella scared and I was describing it and they're like that sounds like you have like one of the original strains of yeast like <laughs> just go and take some fludoxin or whatever the fuck okay. it is you know but I feel like to say, like, I feel like with COVID, like, people are, like, really taking health into, like, a more, like, regard. Yeah. And I think it just, like, my opinion goes back to, like, what I was saying about, like, black sex workers and, like, mm-hmm. what dudes, like, see you for. Because, like, I feel like a lot of dudes are super sadistic and just see you, us as, like, whores and, like, disposable. Yeah. But I feel like because it's COVID and because, like, if you were to get this whore pregnant, or not pregnant, but, like, um you know, have COVID, like, I could die too. And then blah, blah, blah. Right. Do you know what I mean? And they're right. like, oh, suddenly she's not just a whore. She's a person. She's a person. Wow. Oh God, that's so crazy like, <laughs> how she's a fucking person. And, like, she also can, like, ruin my life too. Yeah. But, like, not with a, like, with a pill to cure it. Like, I will die. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, like, it's so weird. I think it definitely, God, I hope that it's making people check their shit when it term, when it comes to objectification and stuff. I mean, it's like I will say with, like, clients, like, that I've had, like, I'm not doing, like, full service. I'm doing, like, a couple of, like, things. And, like, when I go to L.A., I'm going to be, like, working with, like, other actors uh-huh. and stuff. Everybody that I've talked to you, first off, is, like, COVID. COVID before yeah. STI tests. Yeah. Which is, like, so interesting. That's why, I, like, I Well, because STIs are mostly curable. And that's like, what I'm saying. It's the thing. Because, like, like they're <laughs> down to fuck you if they have one because, like, there's a pill. You can take it. But, like, yeah. with COVID, you can't really I don't think there's it. actually a single STI that I know of that actually is a legitimate death sentence anymore. Exactly. Like, yeah. none of them will kill you if you treat it properly. But COVID, we don't know. what the know. fuck's happening. Yeah. They, they even halted the, like, the remedy trials or whatever because people are getting, like, crazy sick right now. Yeah. Like, so it's, it's, it's hard because it's definitely slower. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I do like that it's giving people a chance to connect to people. I think it is generally raising people's sense of empathy because yes. you're forced. If you're not a piece of shit, okay. you're forced <laughs> to consider the way that your actions affect other people. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole reason that we don't go to big indoor clubs and we don't like all of that yeah. is empathy based. It's based on caring about how your actions affect other people. I'm a young, healthy, no prior conditions young 25 year old i could go get covid and be a super spreader and not give a fuck about how anyone else deals with that but i care and so i'm not going to do that and so i think people that are going through the steps to book properly to follow instructions to respect the time minimums are like oh this is a human being like i need to be respectful and they need to respect me and we both have to be conscientious of each other's situation literally and i really love seeing that um, across the industry most people do have time minimums right now Mm -hmm. and if you don't have one you know that's fine that's your life like it's it's I will never judge how anyone does their business but I'm hoping that it's something that remains post-COVID too because I personally want to maintain a higher than a one hour time minimum minimum quote unquote after this we don't know when it's ending so exactly. i can't say when things will change but for me most of us like extended appointments for exactly that reason it's an mm-hmm. intimacy thing it's mm-hmm. a personal connection thing yeah. it always literally 100 percent of the time is more fun to fuck someone that you feel connected to yeah and hands honestly, down you can't get, or not you can't get like, shit done in an hour anyways like literally not, not i'm having- so sorry <laughs> like work or not you can't get it popping in an hour. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you might be able to, but it's not going to feel as good. And I, that, this for is, me, then that's a no. Yeah. Like that's, that's like yeah. when it's not fun for me. And that's like something that I hold in my personal life too. I, I recently put a new offering on my website. Mm-hmm. That's a four part date where we don't have sex till the fourth date. And that is modeled literally on my personal life oh, where I, I don't want to have sex with someone. I could meet someone and like them so much and be so attracted to them and be so turned on by them. But waiting like a little bit, it just makes the sex that you have at the end of it so much hotter it's and so true. much more intense. It's true. Especially like if you guys are kind of like talking about it, oh but not like gosh. heavily talking yeah, about it, but just like, but, like hinting. You're hinting yeah. and you're teasing, yeah. you're flirting. I love that shit. I wish there was more of that with 
clients, I think a lot of times people get caught up in like, I just need a busted nut and like no shade to that busted nut, but like that nut is going to be so much more intense and like fulfilling and full body if you feel connected to another person. And so I do hope that like if there's a vaccine and things start to change with COVID that people still retain that knowledge of like, you know what, that two hour appointment that I booked because one hour wasn't available and maybe that's what I would have booked. That two hour appointment actually was so much more satisfying and so much more interesting and connected mm-hmm. and I, yeah I'm, I'm planning on maintaining a time minimum just because you should. it feels better you really should yeah I like because I like I'm thinking about like what I've done like for full service I don't think I've ever done like hour appointments or anything like all the people that I've like fucked with it's been like we've done like hourly but they've mm-hmm. booked like three hours or whatever or it's like oh I want you for the whole day what's your rate right and like I think it also is just kind of like my personality anyways like I'm a person that people just want to tell all their business to <laughs> and just like want to talk to you because like I make them feel comfortable or like I yeah. listen and like look them in the eyes or whatever. So I, I say that to say like I feel like all of my experiences like full service, even if it's like just fucking, they want to talk my ear off for like an hour or mm-hmm. two and then fuck me. Yeah. And so like for me, like doing a, like one hour appointments is just like never feasible. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, and like I said earlier, like it's just you can't get shit done in an hour. And I feel like like you can't love, be folded into a pretzel in no, an hour. You gotta warm up. Lux the doll is a fucking experience, baby. Like, <laughs> that's the website tagline. <laughs> you are here for an experience. No, for like, real. I feel like all of us are. And I think like, and it kind of goes back to like what I was saying, just about like black sex workers and like my experience. Yeah, just being like fetishized and stuff, like. I feel like, and this is the problem with, like, men that engage in sex work. It's just, like, it is that quick nut bust for a lot mm-hmm. of people. But, like, it's so funny, though, because it's, like, it's a quick nut bust, but then you keep coming back for more. Right. Why don't you just invest more for, like, the experience? And I feel like what we were talking about was just, like, the engagement. You're going to get favors. There's going to be, like, incentives. Right. Like, right. I just... But, you know, I just chalk it up to men's brains just, like, not functioning correctly and thinking about the long game and just wanting to, like, empty their balls. Totally. Like, yeah. I don't know. And this is a- <laughs> And this is, like, an undeveloped theory. It's something that I'm currently, like, thinking about just because I'm thinking about, like, the men that I've encountered on OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. And, like, I won't say that they're, like, lonely, but just, like, the experience. And I don't know if it's because of COVID because, like, they just can't talk to women, like, face-to-face the way that they want to. But, like, there's something weird going on with, like, the way that men are approaching me. And, like, the way that, like, I'm being asked for things and the way that, like... Is it good or bad? Like, no, no, it's the... really good. It's really good. Like, okay. it's like, I kind of, I'm kind of bored. I want to talk to you. Where are you from? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Here's like a tip to talk to you. Or like, yeah. like I was telling you about like that guy that like, um, sent me like a $50 tip for like not showing up. Like, right. I feel like he, I don't know if he knows me <laughs> or like knows of me through like mutual people, uh-huh. but it's just like, they're like so much nicer now. They want to like get to know you. And it's just, I don't know, it's interesting. I, I'm a little drunk, so, like, I'm not really going to do this. <laughs> yeah, we, we're drinking a spiked kombucha, like yeah. the classy ladies we are. I've got passion fruit, hops, and blood orange. And so do I. And I'm yeah. just, I'm thinking about the sex industry and, like, my, <laughs> the content that I'm going to be making this weekend. We're going to have to plan something when I'm back down here. Please. Uh, because <laughs> we're overdue. We're overdue. We need some... Honestly, what I envision for our perfect first hookup is a client books us, takes us out to a really nice fucking meal because you know these bitches love to eat. Okay. We fucking love to eat Taurus and Virgo. Yeah. (laughs) We want the finer things in life. Yeah, we absolutely do. Um, And then we just like, maybe we get a little tipsy. Maybe we like smoke a little weed. Yeah. And then there's a giant fucking bed. Maybe there's a balcony. I'm envisioning a balcony. Honestly, this is literally what I thought when like we were doing like the booking ad together. This is, yes. I think they were on the same page. Yeah. And then, and then like six hours later, we just like, fuck. And like, honestly, the night. And honestly, he, like he just watches us. He like, just watches because it's like, it's been seven years in the making. And like, and also he's just, he's just like so enamored by like these hot ass bitches. It's and unreal. He, like, you know, he's literally in the corner sitting in the armchair jerking off because we're just like doing our thing. He's like, I want to jump in, but I honestly just am overwhelmed by the beauty. And we say, okay, great. Goodbye. Yeah, this Anyways. is exactly. Yeah. And then we both get paid like a thousand bucks an hour with like a 3k tip each. I think that that's, that's appropriate it. for an overnight. <laughs> yeah. So we each make like what? 15 grand easily. Yeah. 
I can get a down payment in a house and, you know, where we're at. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> and then we can create a whole camp studio in the house. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Listen, listen. You, you see who's big, trying to sponsor these drinks? Listen, so you see how big my room is. I usually have, like, my, like, um, backdrop. As you can see, I got, like, uh-huh. yeah, like, I have, like, a whole thing. I also have, a, I have two fuck machines. Like, if you need, if you need one, I can just give you one. Great. Yeah. Do, do you need one? Uh, maybe I do. Okay. I don't, I don't make a lot of X-rated content because I'm kind of shy about it. I mean, like, so that aside, weird, though, but... like, I'm just kind of a freak and, like, I bought this prior to OnlyFans. I just wanted to get fucked. I, just I want, mean, I wanted, I, I wanted, like, a study. <laughs> you know, and I have, like, six attachments to it. It cause... is tiring to fuck yourself with a dildo. I've I even... had forearm cramps because I was I'm more of, like, a, a vibrator girl because mm-hmm. I was, like, a pillow humper, like, just growing up. Sure. Like, I'm not really more into, like, penetration. But, like, I, I do like penetration with, like, clitoral stimulation. Yes. So, like, I wasn't, like, a dildo person. I'm for sure, like, vibrations all the way. Yeah. But, like, with quarantine, it was, like, wow, I just miss getting my shit stretched the fuck out. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was, like, let me get and buy this. Gave me, daddy. Daddy! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a dildo person either until I got the Enjoy wand. That's that curved one. Oh. It's stainless steel. It's fucking three pounds. Oh my god, okay. It's a G-spot stimulator. So it's like it's like kitchen appliance. It is so heavy. When I tell <laughs> you my arm gets so tired using it on myself, um, that's when I would want a fuck machine is when my arm gets tired. And that's, that's why I like my fuck machine so much because, like, I'll just, like, prop myself up on pillows and right. just, like, do my thing. Or, like, but the only problem is, I don't know if it's, like, my pussy has hella yank or whatever, but, like, <laughs> if I, like, fuck it from the back sometimes, like, I, like, take it, like, off course. Like, it's, it's like, <laughs> you know? And so, but, like, also, though, this it's, is, um, a gorilla grip pussy problem. Yeah, you know? actually this. Yeah. <laughs> that should be the title of this. Gorilla grip pussy problems. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, like. But, like, you know what I realized, though, there's different, like, qualities of the fuck machine. So I got the one that was on sale for, like, 180 bucks, uh-huh. you know? But I think if I got, like, the $400 one, I, like, you I could, yeah, yeah, you know? I, I was filming, uh, I have one girl-girl video content that I made with a friend up in Seattle, and I was fucking her with a strap on, and it kept popping out, and uh, she was like, my pussy's just, like, really tight. It pops shit out. I was like, gorilla grip pussy problem! Like, it was a phenomenon! <laughs> When you have the type pussy, it does just push stuff out. No, it like, literally does. It literally does. Like the yeah. the double sided dildo that I bought and like we used for the orgy, could not use it. Like, yeah, because it was just like it was just too many type pussy bitches in the room. Like <laughs> this you know? is a very sexy orgy. It sounds like oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I I you can come to the next one. I, I think please. honestly, like the the girls that I was fucking with, like I think that you would really like them because they're just like I'm kind of hippie. Like they're cute. Yeah. I mean, I had my orgy in February, a month I was going to ask you about that, because yeah. I remember you were like, I got the cheese, I got the Oh my god, yeah, look at my orgy, I got the cheese! <laughs> <laughs> and that's what, that's what like, stuck out to me, because I was just like, but you're going to be bumping pussies, like, yeah, you're going to need fuel, but, and you're going to need fuel. I just think Gatorade, like, <laughs> I don't need solids. I, I mean, I, okay, so hooker hungry is a thing. After, what is that? It's after an appointment, when you're just ravenous. You've been fucked and now you're so hungry. Well, and he doesn't he doesn't buy that shit for you. It depends on the appointment. If it's an hour or two hours, usually no. I, I rec- make I make them feed me. Yeah, I mean I think that's a rule I should implement. I yeah. make them feed me. If it's three hours or more, you it must include a meal because I gotta eat. I noticed that on your on but, your website. But one or two hours, like I can eat a snack beforehand. But snacks are always encouraged. But Hooker Hungry is real. I've left appointments mm-hmm. and been like, I'm about to tear up a falafel right now. Like, I'm about to lose my mind if I don't eat something immediately. You know what? So at my orgy, I was like, what do we have? We have homemade cheesecakes. We've got bread and cheese. We've got grapes everywhere. Chocolate truffles. Wine. Hand-rolled joints. We have everything no, you the can possibly joints, need. Though, that was, like, really, like, the thing for me when you post that picture. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Because, yeah. like, sometimes you just want to take a drag off of a slip yeah. and just, like, get back to it. They were labeled hybrid sativa indica. You knew what you You're were getting. You're so annoying. I'm such oh a foreign. Oh, my God. No, you really are. It's like, a vibe. That's you have to sign thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I did have, like, I did have decorations I saw everywhere. Those. Everything was perfect because I was like, this orgy has to be... Everything I would want to see at an orgy. And, like, oh, yeah. I don't know that I've ever actually said this 
publicly, but I had never been to an orgy before. Yeah, I, just, I had my first one a week ago. I just had an idea of what I would want one to look like, and I made one happen because yeah. I didn't see one happening that I wanted to go to. And so I was like, great, I'll host one. Here's my house. Here's 30 sexy people. 30? 30. Okay, no crazy. shade, no shade, but during COVID... No, no, it was a month Oh, before. yeah, you said February. You're before. so right. You're yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. No. I mean, COVID was a thing, but it wasn't a thing. And no one knew. Yeah. yeah. And that, that that was the sad part was I wanted to have one for my birthday in April. Mm-hmm. I wanted to have a second one in a hotel mm-hmm. uh, because doing it in your house is crazy. Like, I mean, I have I have my party every year. Like, that's not an orgy. I remember, but, yeah, like, yeah. You, I understand that cleanup. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hell. A lot of prep work, a and, lot of cleanup. Yeah. There's, people st- left stuff at my house that's still there. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, like, when you, when you have a function, you have a function. Like, I'm holding on to your shit in my basement. And they probably don't even remember that No, no, they like, don't. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. I can't throw it away. Don't but, eat it. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have one because obviously can't have an orgy during COVID. And I actually have had two people from that party separately reach out to me during COVID and be like, are you going to have another one that was really fun? I mean, you know, if like, we're all, like, COVID tested, like, I don't really see, like, a, a huge yeah, problem. Like, there's the, a way to probably separate it. The problem is, like... So the way that I envisioned it was, one, it would have to be in a hotel. Two, it would have to be a third of the amount of people. Yeah, oh, for sure. Three, we would all have to, like, quarantine, test, and quarantine. And that's the biggest thing is, like, you would have to have maybe about a week where mm-hmm. everyone's agreeing to not leave their house for this party. Exactly, because exposure, yeah. you don't know. And, no. like, likely we're all fine. But if you want to be sure, then you have to get everyone to agree to 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 quarantine and then you have to have everyone that's invited trust that every other person did that that's true and like that was the hard part for me and also it was hard to be like it has been slower my income is not what it was before covid i'm not trying to drop the amount of money i dropped before i dropped a lot of money in my house i know let alone (laughs) in a hotel room Mm -hmm. that's big enough for that many people so it's like if anyone wants to sponsor me throwing an orgy like Get the hotel room, get enough expenses so that I don't have to leave my house for the week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, we can make it happen. That it, it, it was a bummer to be like, I can't have another one of these because it was so fun. And I've been hearing so many stories from people since that party. Mm-hmm. A bunch of people got laid post-party. The oh, week after the like party. Up at yeah, the party. people oh, were like, that. you got me laid. And I was like, the funniest, the gag about that party was that I did not get fucked at my work. <laughs> Okay, wait, I need to go to the bathroom, but I want to, I want to hear more about that in a second. Okay, take, we'll take a break. <laughs> oh, this is fun. Okay, we're back. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm such a narcissist that I just get enamored with my voice and my face. Like, all of it. Anyway, yeah, the, the orgy was, it was really fun. It just, I was just in a place where I was going through some stuff personally and didn't want I just didn't feel like comfortable enough with people to have them touching me back. I was still I feel that I was still working, but there was there's a separation that happens with work and with my personal life where it was like with work it was fun and easy and I think part of it is because there's that container of boundaries around mm-hmm. it. Um, but in personal life, you know, those boundaries get a lot trickier. And so I just wasn't feeling it. And then also because I was hosting, I just was being a little party top and yeah. I was just like who needs a little matchmaking? Like, literally, who needs a refill? When you're I was the host, like, you don't get anything done. Every 20 don't. minutes, I was flitting room to room. Mm-hmm. I was, like, problem solving. I was mitigating people's anxieties. I was making sure everyone was safe and comfortable. And, you know, I was also on standby because people would be like, will you come talk me? And I was like, yeah, I will, sweetie. <laughs> like, I will do that for you. Say less. So I did have an orgy where I didn't have sex. And I'm hoping that next time I will get to have sex. I mean, I had sex. I just wasn't receiving I was still getting a lot out of it don't get me wrong I was fully living for my my role as little party party top host no I'm not just boring. taking her pants <laughs> I had to think about the outfit that I'm wearing I was like do I need underwear no I don't no do you ever no Anyway, this has been so fun. I will just up. say, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit up the people that I had an orgy with last time. Yes. I think you would love them. I think so. I would too. love to see your pussy. I, I think we could all we yeah, next time I'm here we'll we'll make something happen and we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Plugs. Plug, Plug your okay. shit. My OnlyFans is Lux Vidal. That's L U X X V I. D-A-L, named after my favorite porn star, Nacho Vidal. 
Um, love that. <laughs> yeah, he's just like a nasty Spanish bitch that loves anal. Like, I'm here for it. We love a generational sex worker <laughs> yeah. moment. I remember I like I like um I told this dude that I was talking to just like oh I do OnlyFans or da and like gave him my name. He was like oh like Nacho of it all. And he I was knew. like I was like game recognized game. Yeah, I was like, yeah. So where's your butt plug, Daddy? <laughs> he bought me my butt plug. There we so go. So look at that. There we go. Yeah, I know. What's your Twitter handle? Twitter handle Lux the doll. Um, my cash app though the most important most important is dollar sign Chloe C H L O E the number seven. Y-A-Y. That's Chloe Sevigny after one of the greatest indie actresses of our time. Um, I, I love that username so much. I, I loved, loved her so much. Um, yeah, she's great. <laughs> I grew up on her and Harmony Corrine for, oh. you know, what it's worth, unfortunately. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, hit me there. If you want custom content, I do, like, a lot of stuff. Um, I don't do race play unless it's me humi- humiliating you for being white and a piece of shit. In which um, case, it's still double the price. <laughs> yeah, no, always. It's always going to be... As long as Breonna Taylor's uh, murderers don't get penalized for what they did, you're going to be paying double, if not triple, if your face is ugly. So... And, I, and, and you heard it here first, period. You That's did. It. You did. That's um, it. Yeah. What else? Um, I mentioned my girls, Relly Rells. R-E-L-I-R-E-L-L-Z. You got Puddles Noir. P-U-D-D. L-E-Z-N-O-I-R. Those are some black women that you can contribute to after you contribute to me. Are they also on OnlyFans? Yeah, those th- Yeah, those are their Twitter handles and their OnlyFans awesome. handles. Yeah, let us drain your pockets. Yeah, Period. please like- pay the fuck out of them for <laughs> shooting this shit with me today because they oh, deserve it. <laughs> I, like, I forgot. Okay, so I do customs. I do foot stuff. I do like pretty much anything. Let's like have a conversation because I'm very open. Very open-minded. If you get off, I'm probably going to get off to it later. So. Yeah. That's hot. Great. Yeah. Love it. Cool. <laughs> awesome. All right, we're going to go. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs>